Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for the newest episode and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring Fresno State golfer Michael Cliff. Michael, welcome. What's up, Dylan? Great to be here. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I'm glad we were able to kind of reconnect a little bit. It's been a little while since we kind of talked and seen each other, so good to see you and everything. Absolutely, but, uh, good to see you too. How you been? You've been good lately? Yeah, I've been good. You know, just kind of hanging out. Uh, just finished finals uh, yesterday, which was a really big relief. Yeah. <laughs> um, so really, really happy about that. But yeah, uh, seriously. Yeah. You know, I've just been hanging low and playing some golf and uh, I was doing school. So now that that's over, I uh, have all the time in the world to, to go to the golf course. So but I, I, I've been good, you know, just kind of hanging out. Good, good, good. I'm glad to hear that, man. So we'll get straight into the questions here. Um, talk about where you're from and stuff. So I have grown up in Fresno. Uh, I've lived in the same house ever since I was born. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Fresno is, uh, uh, the route for me, you know, kind of huh? home place and yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're home is for me. So, all right, sweet. How'd you get into the game of golf? Did your parents influence you or anything like that? So my dad actually bought me a set of clubs when I was probably seven or eight years old. Um, so he bought me a set of clubs and it, it was a weird thing because I grew up playing other sports. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up playing baseball, basketball, soccer. But golf was different because it was something that I could do independently. Right. Like, yeah, I, need, I needed to um, uh, have somebody drive me to the golf course, of which, course. Was, right, right. Uh, which was a hassle, you know, to ask my dad for yeah. the <laughs> fifth, fifth time, uh, fifth day in a row, if he could drive me to the golf course. But <laughs> golf, was, yeah. golf, was, golf was different to me because I could, you know, do certain practice drills my own. I could go play right. nine holes if I wanted to. So it was just an instant connection um, mm-hmm. and just uh, something that I really enjoyed right off the bat. Um, so yeah, that, but that, yeah, I mean, I guess it all started when my dad got me that set of clubs when I was about seven or eight years old. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, kind of, uh, kind of what you were talking about a little bit, um, with golf, it's an individual sport and stuff, you know, where if you played basketball, baseball, you kind of had to have a team together in order to really practice, you know what I mean? So individual game, exactly. you know, you're able to just go practice on your own at the course. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, I, I, and I think I really liked that because it was some control. Whereas if you're on a basketball team or if you're on a soccer team, you know, you're playing with four of the guys or you're playing with eight, a lot of other teammates to play with. Um, but mm-hmm. golf was just different because it's something that I, I could control. So, I, and I think I really liked that when I started to play it. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, so uh, where'd you go to high school and stuff? What high school uh, would you play your high school golf at and kind of talk about your years there? So Fresno Christian High was where I went and played high school golf. Yeah. Um, it was a very, it's a very, uh, Fresno, it, it's a, it's a private Christian school and it was very tough for us to be able to get a golf team. Mm. So my first two years, we had the same team um, and we, we played good. We played good our first year. And then my sophomore year, we ended up winning the division two uh, championship, which was the great achievement for all of us um we were really excited but it was going to be a big transition. and when we lost the three spots and being in being at such a small school it was really tough to uh, fill those three spots because uh we had to look for 
for three for three new players uh, essentially. Right, right. So that part was tough because it was such a small school, and we really needed to like try and find anybody who at least picked up a club. Exactly. So, yeah, just to get a complete yeah. team. <laughs> so I uh, I accepted the fact that maybe we weren't going to be good because you know there were a couple teammates that I had that had just started to play golf. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a great time for me to kind of try and make new new friends and to try and um, help them evolve uh, in the game of golf. Right. Um, so my first two years, we had a pretty solid team. And then junior and senior year, it was just kind of whoever wanted to play. Um, so, <laughs> I was, so I was just kind of the leader, you know, trying to answer yeah. any questions that they had, maybe, um, you know, help them out with any tips or any questions um, that they had for me. So that, that was kind of my role. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I knew that I was going to play, um, you know, area, valley, uh, uh, SoCal's. So I, yeah, the that post, was my focus. Post, yeah. But during the middle of the season, that my focus was on them, you know, trying to help them evolve uh, in the game of golf. Yeah, I would agree as well. I mean, we played, we played a little Absolutely. bit of high school golf together and stuff. I remember uh, we did. first meeting you, man. You had, I mean, you still do, still do to this day, you got one of the smoothest swings I've ever seen. I mean, just uh, absolute butter. So, yeah, um, but yeah kind of like your high school high school experience kind of like mine you know we didn't have a very good team so we had guys that were just starting out and you're just kind of teaching them and guiding them through the whole thing and and absolutely uh, just getting them yeah. comfortable with the game so absolutely yeah exactly so um at what point in your high school career did you start the recruiting process did you use any agency or anything or how'd you get your how'd you get exposure so i really i started pretty late i probably started at the end of my sophomore year start of my junior year Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember using any agency besides like emailing coaches. Right. Um, so I started emailing a couple coaches uh, at that time, Fresno State being one of them. Uh, and it was um, it was cool because I got some uh, some contacts or, or from te- some texts from some other coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I got a text from the Nevada coach. I got a text from um, the Masters uh, yeah. University coach. So it was cool to see that they were reaching out and that they could notice or that they noticed kind of the progress and the uh, results that I was, um, that I was doing. Of course. Um, but I, I started pretty late, um, which was may- maybe something that I might've, I-, I might regret because I know a lot of people are starting, you know, like middle school or maybe their, their first, their first couple of years of high school. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really didn't use any, any specific agency. I just, uh, other than emailing coaches. So. Okay. Nice. Nice. So, um, you were emailing coaches and stuff. Uh, did you, like you, you played in outside tournaments, of course, but outside of high school, um, yes. just talk about your, uh, outside, uh, tournaments a little bit and stuff. Were you able to kind of get your, get some exposure that way as well? Yeah. So I predominantly played in California. Um, right. you know, I, tra- I, I probably traveled all across California playing in tournaments because it was, um, it was easier for myself and for my family, uh, you Same, know, being yeah. able to be, being able to afford it and being, it being pretty convenient for us to not have, have to travel, um, quite a bit of ways, uh, exactly. compared to like, compared to flying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't get too much exposure to playing out of state, um, which was probably something that prohibited coaches from, re- from recruiting me because they look for, players that can you know they, that have that experience of playing out of state yeah and, and their games kind of like travel that. outside and stuff right exactly right. Yeah, yeah yeah so um i guess i had the california part you know locked uh-huh. down but the right. uh uh out of out of the state or out of state tournaments was something that i lacked um but you know i played in uh jga and c i played in uh 
uh, junior tour, Northern California tournaments. Yeah. Um, and those were, those were great for kind of building me up in a, in a progressive state, mm-hmm. um, you know, being able to play local, but being also, uh, to play, you know, in like the San Diego area or the LA area right. or in Sacramento area, um, definitely got me exposed to playing other parts of California, which was great for me. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would say that I lacked playing out of state. Yeah, I would, I would agree as well. I mean, um, for myself also, um, I know those JTNT tournaments, those are probably some of the, the bigger events. If you're just staying in California and stuff to play in and stuff, you know, cause AJGAs, you got to travel all over the place and they're pretty expensive, but, um, exactly, yeah, yeah, those JTNC and JJNC tournaments, those are great terms to be playing. In, um, California yeah, yeah. And stuff. they were, they were a great start for me and they kind of, I kind of just kept building, you know, playing, I probably played one every week, mm-hmm. uh, over the course of the summer. Um, that, that, that was that, that was my busy my busy time of the year yeah. Um, but yeah it, it was great to you know see different courses um, and yeah it definitely helped me uh, be able to uh, kind of plan out tournaments and uh, to play to play different courses all around California for sure awesome yeah so um, with your uh, with your high school experience your outside golf experience you were emailing coaches and stuff um, what what kind of offers and stuff were you receiving from schools? What schools were you talking to? I know you were talking about uh, the Masters a little bit, Fresno mm-hmm. State and uh, Reno, Nevada. Uh, kind of talk about if did you take any visits with them or kind of what what went down there? So I never took a visit with Nevada, but I went and watched the Nick Watney Invitational. At, oh, yeah. I, I believe it was Fort Washington. I, I think it was my junior year or senior year in high school. Okay. Um, coach Wilner, the coach of Nevada, came and asked if I could watch uh, just kind of watch the team um, or just maybe just just go out there and watch some college golf that yeah. uh, get me exposed to it. So I went out and I watched him or I, I not watched him, but I watched kind of a lot of the teams. Um, and I, I had a, a, a brief talk with him while he was at the tournament. Um, I didn't want to impose too much because he had a team to coach. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um I didn't have any other offers besides Fresno State. Mm-hmm. So I guess my second option maybe would have been either Reedley or Fresno City. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I never I never um, wanted to kind of pursue the masters because it was it was gonna be pretty expensive. Yeah, oh so, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that. yeah. So that 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 kind of that option kind of fell fell off the table um, when I started kind of looking into it uh, further in depth. But um, yeah, I just uh, I, I never really got any offers besides Fresno State. So mm-hmm. I guess yeah, well, I, and plus you're from Fresno and everything you played in all the courses locally and stuff. I mean, it's exactly. just a it's a good fit. I mean, you might as well play Absolutely. for a team that um, I mean, Division One golf and stuff. You guys have a great schedule and everything. So um, how has uh, how have your years been at Fresno State? Like you kind of break it down by your year, your freshman, sophomore, and all that kind of stuff. How you guys been playing? So freshman year was a big transition for me because mm. I was coming from a really small school. Uh, right. I was coming from a school where I was predominantly performed the best and mm-hmm. gave the best results um, tournament wise. And I all of a sudden go to a team where they're all just as good, mm-hmm. even better than me. Kind of like so the big fish little pond kind of thing. Exactly. So right. it was a big, it was a big mind transition because I had to, you know, change my perspective on being on a golf team right? because most of them were better than me. And, you know, it's funny because we, we try and fight for the spot, mm-hmm. but we like are not like upset if somebody takes the spot over us. So because because we're we're fighting for the spot, we're fighting for the top five. We you know we want to be able to travel. We want to be right. able to to play tournaments. But we're like 
we're not upset if somebody beats us out because it's one of our teammates, you know? Right. Yeah. You, so, you want the best for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. So freshman year was a big transition for me because I had to take the focus away from myself and kind of focus on being on a really good team. Right. So that was big and focusing on others, you know, focusing on my teammates, um, you know, kind of helping them out if, if they ask, if they ask me any questions or something like that. Um, so freshman year was big because it kind of changed the perspective that I had on being on a golf team. Um, sophomore year was a little more difficult because that was when I started to notice struggles in my game. Um, I've only missed two tournaments being at Fresno state and they were during spring. They were, they were during the spring, uh, of the golf season. Mm -hmm. So that was tough for me because I had, I had not experienced that before. So kind of going through that made me stronger because I realized that it's not all about me. It's about the coach making decisions. That's right for the team at the time for the tournaments. So that kind of helped me kind of take things into perspective a little bit because it made me, um, kind of made me, it helped me, you know, realize that it's a team sport. It's not about myself, even Mm -hmm. though I was, even though I was frustrated and upset, um, they they still played well during that time. You still want to cheer your teammates on and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that year was big for me because it helped me, you know, take it, you know, take things into perspective while, where I, um, needed to kind of change my thoughts yeah. uh, for being on a team, um, junior year, or at least I should say the first semester of junior yeah, year, right, the, yeah, second, yep. the second semester was kind of, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah, COVID. uh, it was, it was cool because I was, I was experiencing great success. You know, I started to, to see significant improvements, um, in my results. Uh, I was starting to play really consistent and, um, you know, guys were starting to look at me like I was a leader, which was awesome because that is a role that I really wanted to yeah, um, be. That is a role that I wanted to be for them. You know, I wanted to be there for them if they had any questions or any any tips. Um, and you so, fit you fit that role very well, very well. I too. yeah 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 <laughs> I did. You know, I I felt like that I was a good was a good leader to them. I felt like that I um that that I had pretty good qualities to be a leader, yeah, a good leader for them. So it, it was a, it was a cool time because I noticed my progression from my freshman year to my junior year. Mm-hmm. So that part was cool because I, I could see the progress and I was starting to finally see results. And then the spring came and then it kind of ruined everything. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. So. Yeah. How did you guys feel? I mean, at what point did you guys kind of get the call saying your season was over and everything? I mean, what were you guys feeling like? So we came back from Bandon Dunes, which was oh. in, in an incredible place. Yeah. Oh, I uh, bet. So that part was really cool. And then we were about to go to Chambers Bay, I believe. Mm-hmm. So seeing another cool course uh, the next week. Um, so we got back from Chambers Bay and, you know, we were kind of, or excuse me, we got back from Bandit Dunes. Bandit, okay. And, um, you know, we kind of heard the the rumors. We kind of heard the um, everything that, that happened. Like, like we heard Pac-12, their conference canceled their, their rest of the, the rest right. of their yeah um tournaments so we kind of saw it coming and we kind of mm-hmm. prepared ourselves for it and then coach called us in the day after we got back from bandon and he said hey guys like mountain west just announced that our season is canceled yeah. and honestly my first thought was um i felt really bad for the freshmen because mm-hmm. you know they were they were so excited to be able to play that it was their first year yeah no kidding um, they you know they, they were really looking forward to completing their first year and then everything just kind of got shut down yeah. Um, so I felt, I felt really bad for them. That was kind of my first thought, mm-hmm. but you know, I was also really disappointed because I felt my game was trending in the right direction and our 
the rest of the team was trending in the right direction. And I felt like that we could have made a really good run at the conference championship. I see. Um, and to kind of see everything kind of falter before before our eyes um, like that was really hard because we felt like that we could that we could have done some damage to the tournaments. But I mean, we kind of saw it coming and we kind of prepared ourselves for it, um, right. which which kind of helped us, you know, kind of take it in with um, with ease. Um, but, yeah, we, we were we were all really disappointed and um, sad that our season was cut. Yeah, it's just terrible. I mean, not it just affected so many people and a lot of seniors, you know, that um that we're going to be graduating and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, it's very unfortunate for that. But um, for the next question I got for you, um, talking about your, what's the practice schedule and the way you guys travel, you guys is um, tournament schedule as well. How's qualifying go and the kind of gear you guys get um, what come, what comes along with being a golfer at Fresno state. Gotcha. Um, so I, I will, kind of introduce you a regular day when I was in school because, you know, now, now the kind of schedule is kind of, off a little bit because you know we don't we don't go to class and we don't have official practice right right so uh, for example i'll probably take you into my sophomore year my sophomore year i had a i had classes from 8 to eleven fifty. okay um uh because our practice time was from one to five got so it. we had to, we had to either go to class in the morning or go to class after six mm-hmm. um so we had we kind of planned our, our school schedules or our class times around our one to five practice time. Of course. Um, Mondays and Wednesdays, we worked out from six to 7 a.m. Very okay, early yeah. in the morning. Yeah, same. Um, that's what we yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really tough getting up. Uh, that was probably the most, that's probably the most fearful I have, I've ever been waking <laughs> up in the morning because I wake up in panic attacks, you know, thinking that I missed workouts because missing workouts was like one yeah. of the biggest consequences yeah. ever to do. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. So, uh, and we did that Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, we practiced on Mondays and Wednesdays because, uh, we couldn't fulfill our full practice time of one to five. So Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, we either had a fun game or we did qualifying. Got it. So courses we kind of played around here, we play, uh, Dragonfly, um, Sunnyside Country Club, Fort Washington Country Club, San San Joaquin Country Club, and, occasionally i mean we, we've only played copper river country club probably twice mm-hmm. um two or three times since i've been there um and i'm trying to think i, I don't know if, if there's any other courses that i've missed there probably is but those are yeah. kind of the courses that we predominantly play yeah okay. um and um traveling um normally when we fly we always fly in the day before our practice round Coach mm-hmm. likes to give us kind of a uh, a day to kind of recuperate and um, rest uh, for the travel day uh, before yeah, the get, practice round. Get used to your surroundings and stuff a little exactly, bit. Exactly, yeah. Um, when we drive, uh, depending on where we go, um, because we fly once in the fall and then we play our rest uh, the rest of the four tournaments in California. Got it. So um, we uh, we either drive up the day depending on where it is. So for example, we had a tournament in Stockton we drove up that same day because it's only like a two and a half by two yeah, hour, 45 minute not drive. Too bad. Especially when um, you're in that nice Fresno state bulldog know, golf yeah, van. That, I mean, that van definitely makes it easy for you to be able to sleep. Yeah. Um, it's very awesome. comfortable. So awesome. yeah, that definitely traveling in luxury definitely helps uh, the two and a half to four hour car rides. Of course. Um, yeah. But then when we go to Cal's van, that's probably like a four and a half to five hour drive. We drive mm-hmm. up the day before. Yeah. Um, what other what other uh, um, kind of questions do you have? Uh, you guys like the kind of I know you guys are a Nike school, so kind of talk about um, 
it's all the gear you guys get. So actually, we just recently switched to Adidas. Oh, did you? Oh, no kidding. Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, I didn't it, see it, that. It, it, was a, it was a big announcement probably at the beginning of the fall, maybe towards the end, oh, of, okay. uh, end right. of the fall. Yeah, big announcement for sure. Um, so we actually haven't gotten any of our gear yet from Adidas. Oh, okay. Which is kind of which is kind of sad because we're really anticipating it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Seeing, any golfer, any shirts. college golfer. Yeah. You just want to get all your stuff, man. I mean, it's absolutely. like Christmas. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, it, it absolutely is. Um, awesome. but, are you, uh, are you, are you kind of happy it's in a, the switch to Adidas? Are you like, you know, Nike I, better? I, mean, I have, I haven't tried on any of their gear yet, so I really don't know. Uh -huh. Um, the one thing that I am kind of concerned about is the shoes because I have very sensitive feet. Oh, um, I see. so you know ho hopefully i don't get any blisters or anything like that yeah. but uh um you know i actually haven't tried on anything but uh, the stuff we got from nike progressively got better mm -hmm. um so uh, i mean i, I honestly it, it doesn't really matter uh, to me uh in my opinion for what gear we get because the the gear that we get is pretty cool right. um and we get a lot of it too you know we get you know probably five shirts uh five pol five polos five pullovers five pairs of pants and shorts, um, three or four different hats, shoes, you know, we, we, we get, we get the whole ordeal. So, yeah. That's legit. Um, I mean, that's so, yeah. Awesome. I mean, I mean, like you said, it's basically like Christmas. So, oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's unreal. I mean, yeah, you get the boxes of everything and you're just like, just itching to get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, we're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. So what, what is your guys' spring look like? Are you guys going to be having a season and stuff? Kind of talk about that a little bit. So the only announcement that we have gotten from coach so far is our practice. Our first practice day will be January 11th. Okay. Um, but that day will probably, probably consist of us taking COVID tests. Yeah. So course, yeah. we, I, I mean, so we, we don't know when our actual like practice day will be, mm -hmm. um, you know, depending on like actually going to the course practice day, Of course. but it will probably, it will probably be, just a bunch of tests, you know, meeting together, kind of talking about uh, the anticipation of the season. Mm -hmm. um, we do have a schedule. Okay. So yeah, talk about uh, that, that a little bit. That, um, I believe our first tournament is our home tournament. We move the we move that from the fall to the spring because coach awesome. wanted to give that to us, which is yeah, great. Of course. Um, we go to we have a home tournament. We go to Palm Springs. I believe we go to Bandon Dunes and Chambers Bay, awesome. which will be awesome. Um. I believe we go to El Macero. Uh, conference is in Tucson. Oh, great. Um, I, I'm, I'm probably missing one tournament. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I, yeah, I think no, there's no one worries. more tournament in there. But yeah, I think that's the, those are the, the courses and the, the tournaments that I know for sure. So the, the tournament at Bandit Dunes and stuff and uh, Chambers Bay, is that an invitational tournament or who, who hosts a tournament there or what, what kind of? So the, um, the last two years we have attended the Band of Dunes Invitational, there have been two separate host teams. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if they kind of just, you know, randomly select yeah. like a team to host that tournament. Right. Um, I know that the Seattle or the tournament at Chambers Bay, Seattle University hosts that tournament. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's invitational or not, but um, I know that I, I know that the, the hosts kind of fluctuate from uh because I know the, the first two hosts, they were Gonzaga and Idaho. Oh, um, okay. kind of kind of random hosts, but they're probably trying to get out of the weather. Right. So, oh, yeah. And then yeah, I, and then I know that and I know that Seattle hosts the Chambers Bay tournament because that's I think I, I think that's their home tournament, but I mm -hmm. could be wrong. So be between those two courses, what's your favorite, Bandon or Chambers? 
So I actually haven't played Chambers. That was one oh, of the tour- okay. that was one of the tournaments that I that missed, was... unfortunately. Yeah, but right. Band and, no Dunes, Band and Dunes was incredible. Yeah, uh, the views were top notch. You know, mm-hmm. playing on the Pacific was incredible. Oh, I um, they have like four or five different courses. They have a oh, par yeah. three course. Unreal. It's, it's it's basically every golfer's dream resort course mm-hmm. to play. Besides the weather, the weather sucks, <laughs> but. Uh, we actually got really good weather when we went for our tournament, which was great. Oh, that's but, good. Yeah, playing in, you know, 45 degree, 50 degree weather, um, winds up to gusts of 20 to 25 miles an hour <laughs> is pretty ridiculous to play. Yeah. But I mean, it's basically the closest thing to Lynx golf that we will be able to play in the United States. Oh, so. no kidding. Yeah. I mean, with the exception, yeah, exactly. Uh, Without going outside of the United States. I mean, that's, yeah, that's just some serious yeah. condition. Definitely, definitely an unforgettable experience. If you ever get the chance to do it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's awesome that you guys are, you know, you guys got a schedule and stuff. Um, I'm sure every program, it doesn't matter what sport it is. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of COVID testing going on just to get a, absolutely just to kind of yeah. get those seasons kickstarted and stuff. But um, 100%. that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys are going to be having a season and stuff. Um, Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, hopefully nothing crazy goes on. You know, the vaccine is, um, came in a good amount of time. So hopefully maybe things will change with that. Who knows? I gotta sure see, hope so. Got to see what I happens, sure but so. um, yeah, seriously though. Um, so what have you been doing lately to keep busy during COVID? I know you had online classes and stuff. You uh, been able to get or have some of the guys on the team stayed in the Fresno area or you guys been able to play a little bit or how's that been going? Yeah. So online classes, I'm not a huge fan of. Um, oh, okay. I, def- I, I definitely like structure, you know, going to class at a certain time, getting done at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the transition for me because I had to adjust to, you know, kind of making my own schedule. Yeah. Um, sure. even though I never really made a, a consistent schedule, um, it was, it, it was, a tra- it was a transition period for me because, you know, kind of planning, you know, when to play golf and when mm-hmm. to do homework assignments and uh, zoom class and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately we didn't get the, uh, um, the call that our fall was canceled you know, before, uh, most of the guys moved in to Fresno. Oh, okay. so they, so they got their leases. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of them, you know, depending on whether they wanted to stay home or whether they want to be in Fresno, right. had the option to be in Fresno. Oh, good. And so fortunately some, so most of my teammates live pretty close, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Sacramento area, Hanford area. Um, the only kind of far place, we have one teammate that lives in Las Vegas. So he kind of stayed at home uh, uh, the entire semester. And then we had a couple other teammates from the Los Angeles, San Diego area. Oh yeah. Um, so they, they were able to, you know, kind of make a trip up to Fresno and then stay at home um, in a comfortable, kind of a comfortable time frame. Mm-hmm. So we were actually able to, you know, have like our own practice, I guess you could say, but our own practice mostly consisted of just playing, you know, catching up with each other and, um, trying to get out on the course and you know kind of hone in our skills a little bit during this yeah. time where we didn't really have anything planned yeah. um so yeah we were able to kind of connect with each other and talk with each other and hang out with each other during this weird time uh which Good. was great because um you know not not being able to see them for the entire semester definitely would have been a uh, uh, tragic because you know i miss those guys those are some of my my best friends exactly right yeah no kidding. I mean, that, I feel the same way with uh, my team and stuff in past teams I've played on. And um, so, uh, how do you how do you guys look for the spring? Are you feeling pretty confident in your guys uh, and your boys and stuff? Or what do you how do you guys look like? Yeah, we're looking pretty good. We have a young team. Mm-hmm. All of us, I'm pretty sure, are coming back 
and we're going to take that extra year of eligibility, which is awesome. awesome. Yeah. So we, at least not, at least I haven't, I haven't heard anything different um, from, from my teammates uh, if they've said anything, but uh, yeah, so we'll have um, three juniors, um, probably two or three sophomores, no, two sophomores, uh, two freshmen. And I think we were bringing in one incoming freshman. Yeah. So we're, yeah, we're, we're, still, pretty, we're still pretty young. We're still pretty young and we're all pretty hungry to get out to uh, play competition. Um, awesome. We have a couple, we were able to play in some tournaments over the fall, which was nice. And we had, uh, had, had some teammates finish really high uh, or, or finish really good in some tournaments, um, which was nice to be able to have some tournaments to play in and to kind of keep the competitive drive and the competitive nature alive. Um, so yeah, we're looking pretty good though. I, I'm really excited. Coaches has expressed his excitement to us uh, many times um, mm -hmm. saying that he can't wait for us to get out there and to, to get back to competing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and I know coaches definitely looking forward to it as well. Good deal. Good, good, good to hear that, man. Um, yeah. I wish you guys nothing but, you know, the best and I'll keep track of your, you know, you guys' scores and stuff and kind of see how you're doing and everything. I know a couple of the other guys on the team and stuff, um, like yeah, William and stuff. And I know Jake Ben yeah. is going to be joining you guys. So that'll be yeah, really cool. To, it'd be really cool to see you guys uh, go out there and tear it up. Um, uh, let's see here. So, um, what does the future look like for Michael Cliff, uh, during the, I know during your, you have a couple more years left of college and stuff, kind of talk about what are some of your goals with your time left at Fresno state. And then what are your plans after college? So plans while still in college, uh, I'm taking that extra year, like I said before. So right. I'm going to be here uh, for another year. So I'm going to use that year to um, enroll in the master's program or the undergraduate program here at Fresno State. Okay. Uh, currently majoring in communications, and that's what I'm going to get my undergrad and my master's in. Okay. So I will start that process um, after I get my bachelor's degree, which will be after this coming spring. Um, so I'll be doing a year of my master's program for the extra year of my eligibility. Awesome. Um, goals and stuff, you know, within season, um, you know, we, we, we want to win. I, yeah. we, we I want to win as a team. Uh, that, that's, that's been one of, that's been a goal of mine since, um, since I, ever since I signed my letter of intent. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that we can, that we can get in the winner circle as a team. You know, we really got to play solid golf, all three rounds of the tournament. Um, but I, I, I really think we can do it. I, I totally have total confidence in uh, my team and then my teammates that we can, that we can get that done. Um, you know, getting, getting an individual win, it would be awesome, but yeah. definitely winning as a team would be an experience that I would never forget being able to experience that with my teammates and guys that I, um, that I have grown so close to would be an, an unbelievable experience. So that's definitely a goal of ours. Um, we want to make a run at the conference championship. Mm -hmm. um, we, we've been so close uh, in my previous two conference championships that always seems to be the time where we really start to play well. So hopefully we can kind of get into a good groove with, uh, with the conference, when the conference championship rolls around and we can secure that victory, which would be incredible. Um, yeah, that would be an awesome feeling. So, yeah, I mean, th those are kind of the, the, the goals within, I mean, for my, for the rest of the time, rest of my time at Fresno state, mm -hmm. uh, after, you know, I mean, it's still undecided. Um, I haven't really decided if I would, if I want to go pro, I haven't really decided if I want to, um, to stay in school because I'm getting, I'm going into the master's program. Right. Um, to maybe enhance my availability of getting a job um, after I maybe, you know, 
decide to make the decision that I am done with golf or at least, um, you know, not wanting to make the move to go professionally. Right. Um, but I, I, I do have a backup plan. If I, if that doesn't work, uh, I would love to teach communications. Oh, okay. Um, sweet. You know, Good pu- deal. Public, public speaking, group communications, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. if, if golf doesn't work out. So, uh, you know, maybe I might, I might give it the old try if I see, uh, if I see progress and if I see my game kind of progressing yeah. in a positive state, but if not, then it's not the end of the world. And I, I, uh, go to, you know, teaching, teaching kids, uh, how to, uh, or kids, uh, college students, how to, uh, you know, hopefully become better public speakers that can help them evolve in the uh, education, um, setting and also in the uh, job in the job setting as well with like, um, job interviews or something like that. So. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think, um, I mean, just from getting to know you through high school golf and stuff and talking, I mean, you're a super easy guy to talk to. And yeah. uh, I think that's going to go a long way for you. And I think that that's a perfect position for you and perfect job for you. I mean, if golf doesn't work out, which, um, Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you'll, you'll be doing, you'll do pretty good. If you do make that decision, you're a pretty, you're a really good player and, yeah. um, even better dude. So, um, I, we'll, we'll, we'll I figure it awesome. out. You know, we, we got a year, I got a year left to kind of make some, some big decisions. So hopefully, yeah. uh, uh, hopefully something will align and, uh, something will happen. So, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Awesome. Sweet. Well, I got just a couple, uh, for fun questions here for you. I know, uh, during your season and stuff, you kind of grow the hair out a little longer and stuff. So <laughs> how, how's the flow right now? Is it pretty long right now or no? You know, I actually cut it. Um, I know uh, that my, I, I know that the lighting, uh, in the, in my, in my current setting right now is uh, <laughs> not the best to see my hair, but I actually did cut it. Um, uh, you know, I, I did have a pretty long flow yeah, you going, did. and, uh, I honestly got really tired of it, you know, mm. having to, having to, you know, go in the shower and, you know, it takes like, it takes a while to dry. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's a hassle to take care of. Um, and I mean, honestly, like compared to my brother, it really didn't look as good as his, which was, kinda what I was, which, which was kind of what I was hoping for. Um, but Daniel set the bar really high. So uh, <laughs> un- unfortunately I couldn't uh, achieve that level of greatness, but yeah. Uh, yeah. um I hope so I, I, so, yeah, yeah, he probably will. Um, so I, so I decided to cut it, you know, I, I, uh, I left the top a little long and I cut the sides. Okay. So, nice. um, yeah, may, maybe next time you'll see me, I'll, I'll have to show you it and, uh, yeah. you'll, you'll give me your, give me your thoughts on what it looks like compared to my, to compared to my long walks. So. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, next one I got here is a funniest, uh, funniest story you have, uh, while being on the Fresno state men's golf team, um, can be either on or off the golf course. Oh, this is great. So, um, first tournament, first college tournament I ever went to, right? Okay. Yeah. We're playing. We're, we, we flew to Ohio. I was ecstatic. I was so excited. I yeah. was the only yeah. freshman. Cause I think there were four freshmen on the team. I was okay. the only freshman to qualify through our qualifying process. So I was, I was really excited. You know, I, I was going to be with, with a bunch of upperclassmen, uh, hopefully they would take me under their wing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, right. So we, we flew to Ohio um the the course was incredible uh super historic you know a lot of uh old golf figures um played there which was cool mm-hmm. um so we played 36 holes all all fine and then our last 18 holes got rained out okay. so we unfortunately had to cut it um and then our plane flight wasn't until probably eight or nine o'clock in the evening because we had to, you know, give us, give us enough time to drive to the airport. Cause I believe the airport right. was like an hour, an hour and a half away. Oh, okay, so okay. our plane flight was really late. 
And we probably, I mean, we got the call that the tournament was cut in the morning. So we had plenty of time yeah. to do whatever we wanted. So we took the chance of going to the airport and trying to get an earlier flight. Okay. So we drove to the airport, dropped off the rental car, everything ready to go. Um, and coach was doing his best to get the, the plane flight. So he, he gets a plane flight last minute, but it was literally 20 minutes. It was literally like 20 minutes away. Oh. So we were asking people to, we were asking if we could cut in front of people at security. Oh. We, we, we finally got through security and we had probably five or six minutes left. Right. Literally like maybe not even that. Yeah. So we literally ran. We sprinted to our terminal, which was way across the end of the airport. Oh, of course. We sprinted, and I was running next to my teammate, Cody Ricks, and he dropped his passport. Oh, so no. We were looking for his passport for a little bit, and he was like, honestly, we need to go. Wait, we, we, and we, so we ran, and literally, it was like a slow motion type of thing uh -huh. where she was closing the terminal door. Like, like that, that's what it, that's what it felt like. I'm and you guys are like, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were screaming, no. So, um, obviously, I, I'm exaggerating a little bit because she didn't. But it was yeah, like full course, motion. Yeah. She was like, uh, like shutting the door. We it's were like, like in the movies. Like this is our fly. Exactly. <laughs> um, thank goodness, Cody was able. She was able. Uh, the girl at the desk was able to print off Cody's passport, so he was able to get on. Oh, good, and good, good, good. I sat. I sat right next to Coach, and I was like, Coach, is this going to be an everyday thing? <laughs> for our welcome for to college golf huh <laughs> yeah yeah and he said michael welcome to college golf like oh the, that's the, hilarious the, the land of unexpected events and i was like oh man that but I mean, that, that's a time that's that's a moment that i will never forget because we were running in an airport we probably looked like idiots because we were all matching <laughs> yeah and we were running to the same airport um oh, but funny. but on, that, that's a moment i'll never forget so no kidding that's yeah that's priceless that's one like yeah. i mean like i said that happened that's stuff you hear in the movies you know you're running in the terminals with all your stuff <laughs> trying to make it to the freaking boarding but uh that's that's exactly. a good story there um so who, who's inspired you to be the person or golfer you are today would you say man there's been so many people um my dad my brother um growing up with them you know kind of seeing their role models that they set for me and um, the examples that they set for me, um, even though my dad never played, but he was the one to introduce me to the game mm -hmm. and uh, forever, forever thankful for that because um, he introduced me to a sport that I grew up to love and um, an event that I grew up to love. Playing golf with Daniel has been fantastic because he kind of um, he set the tone for me. He, he was my he was the person that I wanted to be all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, he was, uh, kind of the, the one, the person that drove me to practice and to, uh, to keep on playing, even though I was either playing bad or I was, you know, maybe had a bad tournament. He was the one to kind of lift me up and be like, Hey, like you got this. Um, so th those, uh, those, those two, my dad and my brother are definitely at the top of the list. Also was probably my high school coach, uh, Jeff mm -hmm. Hopper. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Really, really influential. Oh, you, you know, you know, yeah, he's coach, a great, oh, yeah, Hopper, super nice so. guy. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, going through kind of the process, um, with him being my high school coach, you know, being the first two years being really good. And then, um, uh, going through, uh, the, the next two years with, um, coach Hopper having some health problems, uh, mm -hmm. was really unfortunate, but he taught me resilience. You know, he taught me to, to never give up. He taught me to, to always, um, to keep, to keep plugging along and to, yeah, to keep, keep focusing on the positive. Man. Exactly. Um, I mean, he, but I mean, not even on the course, uh, he's just, he's a really great friend, someone that I know that I could talk to and, and go to um, off the course. 
Um, but honestly, the, those two, those three people were the, probably the biggest influence. I mean, my mom too, because she was the one who drove me to all the tournaments. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, you know, helped 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 me book the hotels and and uh, and all that stuff. I mean, my family in general. I mean, my uncle too, because um, he he's been there with me for a lot of my tournaments that I've went to, and uh, nice. he's helped caddy for me a couple times. I mean, there's awesome. there's so many there's so many people that have played a big impact with my golf mm -hmm. career. Um, you know, I, I, I could, I could keep going on and on with the list, right, um, right. but my family, you know, close friends, um, have definitely helped me along my journey with, uh, with my golf career. So there's too many to count. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wish I could, but, uh, we won't have enough time. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. You have such a great support system. Um, I feel the same way about my family. They've been a great support system with me and golf. And, um, that's just so awesome. And I'm, I'm so glad that, that they're there for you and everything. Um, heading into the last question here for you. Do you have any advice for junior golfer, junior golfers out there looking to get serious about playing college golf or anything? Yeah. So one of the, I, I was, I was reading this question and one of the first things that kind of came to mind was going to a place that you feel comfortable with mm -hmm. and also going to a place where, or a school where you know that you can get some, some playing time. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I, I decided to stay home because I felt really comfortable here. You know, I have my family to support me. I have my my, my close friends um, that I grew up with were there to support me. Mm -hmm. um, so having them to kind of talk to and to um, be with, you know, during stressful times of golf season yeah, um, of was really great for me because it helped me kind of move on to, um, you know, the next task or the next um, tournament with, you know, with an open mind, you know, especially after playing bad or something like that. So having having them help helped me with my golf career. So being in a place where you feel that you that you're comfortable. I mean, whether that's staying home or mm -hmm. um, going to going to a place where you connected well with a coach, yeah, or you connected well with the other teammates, um, definitely recommend that. And playing um, the, my most valuable lessons playing, or my my most valuable lessons that I've learned have come from playing. Mm -hmm. So I learn a lot about myself after every tournament I play you know, playing, um, in other States. So going to a place where you can play instead of sitting on the bench, of I feel course. like you can learn, you can learn more about yourself and your, your golf game. And, um, uh, so I feel like that's something where people go wrong because, you know, they want to go to the PAC 12 schools. They want right. to go, they want to go to that big, you know, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. want to go to the big 10, the big 10 conference or the, the, the big 12 conference or yeah. ACC, SEC. They want that powerhouse but, school. Exactly. But they never experience playing time because people, because those schools are incredible. You know, right. those schools, those schools developed, you know, tour pros, they developed all Americans. So um, you won't experience or you won't be able to uh, maybe understand yourself or you won't be able to learn valuable lessons from playing if you mm -hmm. go to those schools and you're sitting on the bench. So I would recommend maybe going, maybe going to a division two school or division three school or NAIA school, a place where, you know, you can play and you can gain those valuable learning experiences from mm -hmm. then going to a big, a big 10 or PAC 12 school where you're going to sit on the bench. Right. So yeah, like being at that school is an awesome, is an awesome title to have. Exactly. But being able to play is a spot where, or a place where I recommend people or maybe, or like uh, recommend people doing because you learn valuable lessons from it. So I I would agree as well. I mean, especially if you, I mean, if, if a junior wants to play college golf, I mean, obviously you want to go somewhere where you can actually play. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So awesome. Sweet. Well, uh, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Auto, featuring Michael Cliff. Michael, thank you so much and um, had such a great time recording with you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully awesome. we can connect soon. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Alrighty. Have a good one, everybody. All right. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.